Hello and welcome to Hard AF Games, where we play the hardest games and never finish them. I'm your host, Owen, and with me is... Danny. Anthony. And Tom. I feel like we should probably say our last names. This week on Hard AF Games, what did we do, guys? We this took us way longer than a week, actually. We three weeks, maybe more. What did we play? What did we play, Tom? Hyperlight Drifter. Hyperlight Drifter, and we we played it with exactly as much enthusiasm as Tom just had in his voice. Uh, <laughs> I was very excited for this game. Uh, I bought it like two years ago and never finished it uh, because of the reasons we will elaborate upon. At the time, I thought I was just being lazy, but after completing the game, I'll get into it later, but I know why I didn't beat the game two years ago, and instead had to force myself now. So you remember when you bought this game? I do. This game just showed up in my Steam library. Just? I do not... I don't you remember... Just, you, you have it? You I don't, don't remember <laughs> when I bought it. Like, it just mysteriously exists It's very likely... It's probably like you bought a bundle sales and it just came with it. Just like, oh, never, never yeah. saw that. Yeah, it's nobody really likely. knows what happens, what goes on in a Steam holiday sale. It's just a flurry of... Really? <laughs> it's just a flurry of buying. Or like the Humble Sale, it's just a flurry of charity. What is the Humble Sale? Uh, so like a Humble Bundle and then like a Humble Sale and then they also... It's a Steam also, thing, right? No, it's uh, it's it's just called Indie Humble Bundle, but they do like non-indie stuff now, so I guess they're just Humble Bundle. Oh, is that, so it's is like that the bundle where like you just pay whatever you want for the games? Yep, you pay a penny. Yeah, really? I mean, wow. you, they they have certain it's not tiers. Very they have some they have some <laughs> tiers to like where you can only get like the big ticket game if you pay like a certain amount. Mm. So they they kind of get you to do some work in there, but. Uh, it is. It's like a really good snag every time. But it, this game, I don't. I don't remember having it. I was gonna buy it, and I was like, <laughs> "Let me just check." No, wait. When you go to buy it, it should tell you it's already in your Steam library, right? Yeah, but before then, I was just like, like "Well, let me check." There's a chance that I have this. Already. How many games do you have in your Steam library, Dan? About two hundred something. Jesus, how many of them do you have you played? Uh, oh, like probably like thirty. Thirty. <laughs> That's more than I have in my library. <laughs> I'm very selective with my Steam choices. I mean, I don't, I don't go completionist on them, but I feel like now that I got the Switch, though, I'm gonna start spending way more money than I ought to on video games because yeah. it was way too easy to buy Celeste. And you got me to buy it too. I know, and then I bought it again like 20 minutes ago for my brother so that he can play with us, which will be cool. Do they? Have I mean, he won't be on the Switch? podcast. I'm just gonna talk to him about it because we talk all the time. Does Do they he have their own, their own Switch or something? My or, brother? Or a different platform? I bought it for him on Steam. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to be like, you could just make a profile on the, the Switch. And you can play it from a different Switch? No, on the same Switch. Yeah. But... Well, that's what my wife's doing. She's playing Celeste. Yeah. Although last night, I told you she's like obsessed with it, but I forgot last Wait, night. off tangent. What? No. How many times? Oh, We're yeah. We're talking that's... about how did it like drifted. That's right. Okay, Celeste, oh, Celeste yeah. is a different thing. Anyway, yeah. all right. So Hyperlight Drifter. Uh... What what can I say about Hyperlight Drifter? Anthony, what did you think of Hyperlight Drifter? Uh, I didn't like it too much. The wait, wait, tell us where where you where are you? Yeah. All right, so I beat the north and I beat the west. Okay, real quick for those who are listening and don't know, uh, you should probably go check it out first. And Hyperlight Drifter is a game that came out in 2016. I want to yeah, say yeah. like Give July. Obviously, spoilers. We're yeah, there's going to be spoilers, spoilers in the podcast, so if you don't like that, stop listening at some point. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's a game about... It's sort of like a Zelda-esque action RPG adventure. Uh, it takes place in like a post-apocalyptic world, and you play the Drifter. Uh, it's very gorgeous artwork, which I guess you could take exception with, but I think that it's objectively pretty. And uh, we'll get into what the story has to hold. Anthony. So the character's name is the Drifter. He doesn't have a name. That's why everybody just calls him the Drifter. Oh, okay. I thought that was his. Class. There's no words in that game. The only yeah, words is no like words. you have enough energy to shoot your gun. <laughs> That's like the only words in the whole game. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> it's very like 
It's the game talking to you, not like the. the it's like, hey, do you know how to play the game? Maybe we weren't elaborate enough. Yeah. Okay, so Anthony, you just finished the West. Yeah, I finished the North and the West, and I started on the East. But it's really hard to get into the game. There's uh, there's no words. They're only pictures, and they say that pictures are worth a thousand words, but they're probably not words that we can read. Yeah. Because we have no idea what's going on. Yeah, that was like my biggest complaint with this fucking game was you are you get you go in and like they set up this whole like kind of mysterious background, but then like the exposition of the story is just not there, you know? Like when you go and interact with NPCs, it's like picture and I honestly can't decipher what it means. No no no. You gotta think <laughs> you gotta think about it with the indie mentality. It's all about the art. All right, I know you're being facetious, <laughs> Danny, but that's bullshit. I'm sorry. Like, no, I know, but like, it's like... Just because you're indie doesn't mean you are allowed to not tell they, the story. They want you to think about it, and they want you to imply a lot, and they want you to like draw your own conclusions, but that isn't really satisfying for a lot of people, I don't think. It would have uh, been easier to draw our own conclusions if the drawings were clearer. No, but not even that, like... Sure, it's good to leave, like, things kind of open-ended and, they're, like... They're not leaving enough hints. For but, that. yeah, like, they didn't even establish a story. I don't know what that dog is. Exactly. What does that mean? What does any of it mean? There's no, like, story. It's like, it's like, it is to video games what poetry is to, like, novels. You know what I mean? It's, like, very vague. It doesn't... But, like, I love the game as, like, a video game. But as a, like, a story, like, action RPG... Not so much. So are you saying this game's story is poetic? I'm saying that like it's it's very like a, very a, a, what's the abstract, word oblique abstract. and not clear in the same way that poetry is. Like uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Okay, um, <laughs> that's good. Um, like because I don't like want to like game. shit on it too the much because I did I did like it to a degree. Um, it was challenging. It was it's like known for being super hard. Which is why we're playing it in hard AF games. No, I feel like it's only hard because the controls are not spot on. You, yeah, it's not tight. It's not it's tight. It's not tight. You you can dash and then you get like uh, this lag or cooldown between dashes, which doesn't feel... doesn't feel tight. It doesn't feel good. I, and the frame rate, did you guys have frame rate issues? Or is that just because I was playing on a MacBook that's kind of shitty? I think that might be a MacBook thing. Yeah. Especially if they're wrapping it in something else to, emu- I guess, emulate it? or I Yeah, maybe they didn't do a part. Maybe they just like put it in an emulator but that seems like that would be more work but uh i think what i was gonna say is that like the the story i think the creators know and some deep reddit users know but yes. it kind of goes over the majority of people i beat it last night at like 12 30 and then i got on reddit on the, the hyperlight drifter subreddit and it was like it's been out for two years now so like the memes were pretty dank and they were pretty, like, meta, so I couldn't follow anything. I was like, how do they know this about the story? Like, that was not clear to me at all. And, did like, you learn anything from what they were talking about? Or no. No, <laughs> I didn't. Like, um, I learned that after you beat the game, you can, like, just get a little cutscene. It's not even a cutscene. It's, like, almost like a... Uh, Slideshow kind of deal? You know, like, voxel art? That's, like, just a, a... It's almost like a GIF, like a perfectly loop GIF, but it's, uh, it's actually, like, a 3D render. Yeah, that's voxel. Yeah, it's almost like a voxel art, but it's obviously 2D. So it's like you're in the game, except it's just uh, an image, like a perfectly looped uh, image of the the drifter, where he is at the end of the game, in a state... You guys don't care if I spoil it for you, right? Well, work work up from where we stopped to... Okay, so so the the game is divided up into like the north... Uh, east, west, and south. There's like four regions, and in the center is like a town. And then each region, there's a boss. It's, it's very much like Link to the Past, where you start off in the town in the center of Hyrule, and then you go and do the dungeons. Except in this game, the dungeons are not really puzzly. There are some puzzles, but they're not... My big complaint with them is that they're not like mind puzzles. They're like, did you see this obscure thing on the map? And did you go check it out? Yeah, that's where I would say that this kind of departs from Zelda, and it's more about the action and gameplay. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that's an obnoxious way to craft, like, something obscure in the game. Like, if it's obscure because, like, you're not thinking, like, critically enough, that's fine. But if it's obscure just because, like, oh, maybe you just didn't look in that we, location. We made the hint smaller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that That's not... I don't like that. I don't know, Tom. Like, you feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, you just have to look more carefully. Like the first, the north part, I only got four modules, like the the diamonds. Yeah. And that's because I did not look carefully enough. But all the parts, I look carefully where, you know, in, in the west, there's some trees that you can cross over. Yeah, the west one, I had to really look for that big. Like those, I, I kind of see it. And now, and now when, when I finish pretty much all the bars, I, I, I collect all the eight modules. I went back to north. There are parts that were, you just have to look, open your eyes and just say, oh, I, you see that little corner there? It lights up. Yeah. I mean, there's a short shortage. You just go, you can go down there. Yeah. Some parts you just don't really know. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, so you have huh. to go to these regions and you have to collect four. They're like these switches on the ground and you got to pull them up. And then that, like, activates a thing in the center of the map, which eventually leads to those final, final boss fight. I think it says a lot when we talk about the game and we don't know what to call things that are mechanics. Well, that's because there's no names. There's I know, no there's no names. It's not a mechanic, it's like a, it's like a game like driving items um, or thing. Items or but they're, they're objects. Are like, we don't know what to call the, the units that make did up the economy. The, did anyone here play the first Zelda? I did not. I did. Did they, like, when you collect the pieces of the Triforce, does it tell you what it is? I think the game clearly references what the Triforce is in that it has. In the original parts. Zelda, I didn't play it. I don't remember. Oh, in the My original? friend had an NES and and yeah. he had it, but I didn't play it. Yeah, but, there's like a whole like text blurb if you let the title play. Yeah, like this game definitely could have benefited from some like some text blurbs. Well, the NPCs did talk in the game, so that's yeah, already a step up. Yeah. Over and I know this game is like very much trying not to be Zelda, and it's. I think it's suffered from that, like, indie thing where it's trying to be too artistic. It's trying to be too much of, like, a, a departure from what video games are. But I don't know, man. Like, you need a story. Otherwise, like, just make it, like, a... Because, all right, so after you beat the game, there is a, an arena mode where you can fight all the bosses, and it's, like, a time trial thing. Like, if you want it just to be that, then just have that. You know what I mean? I think the story could have been more explicit, but I I don't mind the air of mystery that it has. I kind of wish some things weren't a mystery for for very simple reasons, like uh, things that involve like the the money. Like, what do I call the money? Or yeah, like those little fucking yellow squares you have to collect to get upgrades. Yeah, I don't know, but. Speaking of upgrades, Anthony, how did you upgrade your drifter? So I only had enough money to get a. Uh, I think I started out with the dash attack, mm. which uh, I that's thought the one where you dash and then push your sword out, right? Yeah, it only. Uh, I thought it would be useful, but you can only do it like two times before you run out of energy. It is useful. Though. Yeah, and then I got stuck on the west boss, which killed me like twenty times before I went back to town, so I could get. Like the dash upgrade and the um, the health upgrade, and it helped a little, but the dash upgrade is not that great. Yeah. It's really hard to use. It's really useful, um, I find, when you're in like a place where you can fall off. You can because when you hit the guys with your dash attack, they fly back, right? So if you can time it up, so like if you hit a big enemy with your dash attack and he flies back off the edge, that's just a free kill. So that's the. The thing that I found the most useful was the like the charge up sword attack, and um, I think I got more gun ammo. I don't know. I did not buy any gun. Maybe I did. I forgot. Did you did you use the gun much at all? I know the most useful yeah. one. The most useful one is where you upgrade your sword to hit back bullets. Yeah, that's that makes, that was the first thing I purchased. That is easily <laughs> the best one. It kind of makes it a little bit. Imbalanced. Yeah. I think conceptually it's like you brought a gun to a knife fight. It's like obviously the projectiles are gonna be a little trickier. That's why they they kinda limit your ammo, but they don't limit your like sword strikes. But you cannot aim really well. Like if they hit you straight on, you can hit it back. But, but you have to be facing it. But if they hit you from other angles, mm. it's hard to like you have to turn right the hit back yeah. to them. Uh, and you, if you get bombarded with missiles, you you only can swim three times, and you yeah. gotta you gotta you gotta escape. Yeah, yeah. this game so sometimes there's limitations. it hits some like bullet hell patterns. So yeah, well, you know, um, I was reading after I beat the game the 
Um, when it first came out, when I first got it and first played it, and it was too hard for me, <laughs> there was a lot of complaints about it alienating like less hardcore gamers. And apparently when you drift, when you do the zip, mm-hmm. um, the boost, what are we calling it? I'm calling it drifting, because it's or called Hyperlight Drifter, right? Or drift or dash, whatever. I think yeah. we were calling the main character the drifter. When you go Hyperlight. When you, when you, when you boost around, right? It uh, used to be that you actually had to just dodge the attack completely. So if you got hit in the middle of a drift, you still got hit. Now there are like f- a f- couple of frames, I'm not sure how many, where during the drift there's a few frames where you don't take damage. I thought that was an upgrade. That was upgraded, yeah. But when you first started, it wasn't like that. So the game was even harder. So like if you got into a bullet hell, like there's bullets all over the fucking place and you're in the middle, even drifting out wouldn't help, wouldn't save you. That kind of defeats the point of dodging. Yeah. So that's why they changed it. And there was a lot of people who said, oh, it makes it way too easy. But the creator said, no, this is kind of, this makes the gameplay cleaner and smoother. But, yeah. So, I don't know why I brought that up. What do you know about the creator of the game? I know that he has some sort of disease of the heart uh, that could kill him, like, immediately. I don't know the name, the name of it. I know his name is Alex Preston, but it's missing an E. A-L-X Preston. Um, but I know that he has like some like disease that he could die at any moment. It's with his heart. Hence the name of the comp- the studio's Heart Machine Games, and that's definitely why the Drifter has like tuberculosis or something. Because like you know you start the game and he's like coughing up blood, and then throughout the game he's coughing up blood after boss fights and stuff. And that's definitely like the story, the whole story. And if you beat it to the end, you will see that uh, the whole story is about kind of the the creator overcoming this like. I don't, I don't know his personal story, but that was my interpretation. Uh, overcoming this, like, oh, I have this terminal disease. I That's not necessarily just, terminal, but it might kill me, you know? I thought he was just coughing because he was, like, beaten in the battle. No, there's something wrong with him. Yeah. Which you find out at the end, which... Let's talk about the first... We did. The, we actually recorded this earlier, but it didn't work out because it was on a phone. It was shitty. The first boss fight is the bird guy, right? Yeah. You guys all thought it was easy. I thought it was hard. Second boss fight is in the west. What about the second boss fight? I thought that was extremely difficult. I probably died like 30 <coughs> times before I beat him. Yeah? Even you know, after I got the upgrades for dashing and the health pack. I maybe did 10, 12 times. Yeah, 10-ish. I have a really big problem with that game where you die a lot in that game, right? Like, it's a hard game, you die a lot. But the... Excuse me. The um, reset time on coming back from a death is so long. It just It's frustrating. Why? Which one? The loading time or the checkpoint? In the Hyperlight Drifter. Let's say you die, right? And it goes, and you just feel shitty about yourself because the screen goes red and you died and you suck at the video game, right? And then there's like a solid 15 to 20 seconds. And then you wake up. Before you wake up. And then when you wake up, the the frame frame rate's slow on purpose because it's like, oh, you're coming out of a haze. But like, I don't need that animation every time. Maybe the first couple of times. But I want to be able to skip it. I want to be able to like go to the menu and set like fast respawn. So that I can just get back in there and try again. I think that's just your MacBook not acting up. No, I think... No, it is slow. It's on purpose. Well, I mean, the character gets up, like, slow. And they're kind of, like... They, they play some visual effects and kind of... They they do, like, kind of space it out. I think they do it intentionally as, like, maybe as a, pl- a penalty for dying. Or maybe they want you to think about what you did yeah. and you should feel bad for it. Yeah, maybe they want you to rethink <laughs> but, your attack pattern because that is one good thing that I like about this game. There's a lot of things I like about this game and I'm trying not to just shit on it, but like the the fact that the enemies and um, the way the game is balanced, it, it, it allows you to take different patterns into a situation. You know, you can like decide, like there are stationary enemies, there are mo- enemies that move, there are like power enemies that are slow, that have big AoE attacks, and it, makes, it allows you to, like, decide how you want to do it. Like, am I going to get all the little guys first? Am I going to go straight for the big guy? Am I going to just sort of zip around and get all, like, the stationary range guys? Which, after you get the sword upgrade that hits bullets, the stationary range guys are done. You just wait for them to shoot you, and you stand just a little further away from them. You hit their first bullet, and then hit them again, and they're dead. Does it reflect, like, in It reflects the it and angle? goes back. Exact, I think it's the exact angle it comes at you. Wow. <laughs> so it, ought, it always goes back to them. And that's actually how the, the boss fight had this big AoE attack that was also projectile. 
where he would just send out a billion bullets. And I would just, when I knew he was going to do it, I would zip up to him and then just do a bunch of that. And he would just take all the damage that he was trying to hit me with. It was kind of dumb. Kind of made the boss fight easy. Mm-hmm. But that, um, that, th- that second boss, the samurai dude, right? So that whole thing was in like a cool autumn woods, right? And did you get to the, the boss in the west? No, uh, I beat the first one and then I dabbled in like every direction, got lost, and then I just got a little tired. You lost interest, that's fine. Like, I was losing interest towards the end of the game. Um, so he was like this big samurai dude and he jumps around with his sword and shoots like a shotgun at you. And then you get his gun after you beat him and it's the best gun in the game. I never used it. <laughs> you never used it? Holy <laughs> crap, dude, it's, it's extremely powerful. The only gun used is a sniper rifle, which is like the, the long... The rail gun. The rail gun? Really wrong. I like the sniper rifle. Yeah, I don't think it does as much damage as the 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 one that shoots the really big blast. It's weaker, but, oh, that, uh, I like but it it's a really fast. It's, it's, it's like impossible to die. It's pinpoint accuracy. Yeah, the the one you get the from the samurai game. guy is kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus the sniper also hits multiple enemies. Yeah. Oh, it goes through. Yeah. Goes through. Oh, that would have been useful. I so wish you have I multiple know. birds. You just shoot one line, all the birds die. That's pretty cool. That's I, satisfying. I like that kind of stuff. I'm more inclined to miss, so I just get the one that shoots the most bullets, and then oh, I just man. kind of rely that, like, okay, I missed, that's fine. I'll tweak my aim and hit it with the next one. This is an even powerful version of the railgun. It, it has more recoil, and it takes longer to charge, but I think it does more damage. Really nice. Um, really big version. Yeah, when I first started the game, when I did the north level, I was trying not to use the gun that much, because I didn't think it was that great. But I think... As you play, you quickly learn that you have to use the gun. Like, there are situations where there's just too many enemies and you need to clear the room a little faster with your gun. Um, so yeah, I thought that the boss fight in the West was really cool. I liked the way that he, like, sticks to you like glue. Like, you're zipping around and he's, like, right on your ass. Yeah. Um, which makes it hard. Uh, but he wasn't... He was probably the most challenging boss after the first boss for me because the one in the east all right so the east is like a watery level right and you're zipping around and there's frog ninjas and shit <laughs> frog ninjas <laughs> so frog- they weren't even i like the west i like the east side story where the the the, the dogs are kept as a slave yeah by the frog ninjas and, and they're like get massacred, killed, and, get massacred and, shit. and shit i thought they that were like bunnies deeper, they're deeper dogs story. Bunnies? I saw them as bunnies. I thought that was a dog. Uh, they're poorly animated. <laughs> Even this is hard to tell. <laughs> it's a it's a pixelated game, so you know there are some. Bunny people. has all right, all right, whatever. Maybe they were dogs. Whatever. Maybe they were like. I think they had dogs. Maybe they were ferrets, like halfway between a dog and a bunny. <laughs> um, what did you did you beat the East Anthony? No, I only went through parts of it. I didn't. But you know that this, this this frog. Maybe. Yeah, I saw the frog guy, the ones that like shoot fireballs and and like. Shurikens. Shuri- yeah, they throw shurikens. Yeah. And then uh, I got the sword upgrade that hits the bullets back after the West boss. And I just basically didn't have to fight the frog ninjas because you just hit their shurikens back. Because they're so slow. They like slibble or slay. Oh, one, one thing that I hate about the West side is those fucking plants. The, plants the, that explode? No, the plant that has a huge mouth and jumps at you. you Isn't that on the east side? That's the east side, yeah. Yeah, that's on the east yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hate those. The big yeah. ones or the little ones? The big Those ones, are easy, big bro. One, they, they come at you. They're slow. You just dodge them and then you shoot them. You cannot attack them while they charge at you. No, you, you dodge them and then after they charge, they're like, they have like a little cooldown. Yeah, they, they do. But down. if you get surrounded by duel, them, it's hard to That's like... true. Yeah. That's yeah. one part I hate. All right. But that's not the worst. Yeah. Um, but the boss in the east, I thought was really easy. Yeah. It was okay. Like, I did it on the first try. I zipped in there. I hit him a lot. Dodged his AOE attacks, and then I, I don't even remember what his attacks were because I only had to do it once. And I just, I maybe I got lucky and I just killed him. Yeah. I, uh, I might have beaten the East. The, the, he's like a big fat frog that's kind of like half throwing up, right? Yeah. I died because he pushed me into the into the edge. Into the water? Yeah. Into the water, and I respawned, and he just jumped on me. And I died. Yeah. That was annoying. But yeah. He wasn't, but, he wasn't that hard. Yeah, but like there isn't a huge reward for for defeating these each of these areas. You know, you go, you get a couple of gold squares, you get a couple of, um, that's all you get. You get gold squares, and then at the end you get a new gun. But other than that, there isn't like an incentive for me to explore. And I know that there's more stuff to get when you like really like dive into these like really obscure puzzles they put in the game. 
Because I don't know, did you guys, you you were the only one that played the South. In the South, you get another outfit, right? Yeah. But there are slots for many more outfits when yeah. you go to change. So that tells me that there's more shit in the game, but there's no incentive for me to go figure out what it is. Because yeah. otherwise, I'm just wandering around this big empty world that I've already conquered. I don't care, you know? Like, you barely even got the strength to, like, beat this game. There's no way you're going to search for this. Yeah, I mean, I want to like the game, but... And I do, I do like it to a degree, but I, I can't say it's, like, my favorite. Yeah. I was disappointed. Yeah, so in the south, it's like a desert, and... I don't know, what are even the enemies in the south? They're just, like, a mismatch of everything you've fought already, right? There are some, uh, yeah, a mix of everything in the... Yeah, like, like those, regions. those skull dudes with the rockets... Are there in full force? Is the south, like, objectively, like, the final area? Yeah, you can't get to it until you beat the other ones. Huh. Because there are little blocks. Like, you know how there's, like, that... Each area has, like, that little almost there area that there aren't any enemies. It's just, like, scenery. And you're walking up to the area. The the area that... When you go between the, the, like, the halfway area in the south, there are, like, blocks in the ground. And the, they have, like, an arrow on them to show you, like, which one you need to do first. So the first one that's blocking you is the north, and then the west, and then the east. And then you can go through. Oh, okay. So you can do the northwest, east in any order, but you have to do the southwest. Yeah. And that's because in the south area, every module has a boss fight. Every, uh, every one of those things you have to do to unlock the center to get to the boss fight. That, that sounds exciting. No, yeah. the top four. The, the early f- early four modules you gotta do. You gotta have boss fight. I collect all eight of them. There's like, eight? There are eight modules in every single region. What do you get for the extra modules? I only got four in each Nothing. one. Nothing. So that's so dumb. Yeah. I hate dumb, it when games do that. You get more gameplay. You got more gameplay. But you don't have a reason for it. Like yeah, you have to give someone a motivation to play the game. Uh, I don't know if you like playing it. It's If you like collecting it, uh, sure, go ahead. Yeah. I thought it was something worth it, but... Uh, yeah. Like, there are other games that make you collect fruits, for example. Power moon. Where they make the fruit or the shiny moon so fucking enticing, you just want to get it. You know? And I'm, I'm very clearly alluding to a different game that we're all playing right now that we're going to talk about <laughs> next week. <laughs> but, like, you you know, in that game, you really want to collect this stuff. In the sense, it's, it's like, those fruits has no value, but you just... You, you want, want it. You want it because... You can see it. It's very attractive. You know? Sure, but it's, it's like an accomplishment that yeah. you completed some courses to get it. In a sense, these modules are also the same, but some of them are just hidden away. Some of them are just I don't one feel of the accomplished south for finding it because it's just hidden. It's know? hidden. Some, some no. of them are just like tricks. They're yeah. like, hey, no, did you? The one in the south is especially annoying because you have to. So I think it was module seven or eight in the last part. And if you're in the south, you go all the way to the, the, the left corner. Mm-hmm. Left that corner and there's like a hidden path and you just jump in there and then there's a, a room of blocks right like there's like this 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 it, those blocks falls down if you step onto them so what you gotta do is you gotta just gotta do your dash move dash dash, dash 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 yeah uh in the <laughs> east right there is the um there's like this matrix of blocks that are over water and they have flames that come yeah. out, right? Yeah. How, that how was you, not that was not no right, for how do you get past it? Because you only get three dashes before it cools down. Yeah. No, so, you use the unlimited dash upgrade, it's pretty easy. Or or you, well, just, you didn't get that upgrade because you spent it on something useful like the sword bat. Well Even, I mean that's that's literally like the puzzle for the upgrade. Which it does, I don't really But you don't have to use that to, to really. pass. How do you get past it, Tom? So I I dashed twice, I got burned, I got hurt, dashed again, got burned, got hurt. Dash again. If I want low on health, oh, inject health. I see. That dash, dash. Yeah, I thought that, about doing that. I lose too. a lot of health. Yeah, but I still can get that much health. But that is not that. That is not the ultimate. Like the hardest thing. The hardest thing is the one that's not where I have to do that. Is where where? Yeah, because it kills you instantly, right? Because if you fail once, like if you can't time your dash right, you gotta do ultimate dash all the way through. So if you can't dash, kind of dash right, you fall along the blocks and you restart from the beginning. Mm. And so you could just, I I lost at least like fifteen minutes on that. Yeah, I I and feel just like annoying. I feel and it's like hard, right? Like, it is hard. Like, and it's not just hard because they made it hard. It's hard because, and I hate saying this, but the controls are just a little bit sticky, yeah. right? Like, 
I don't always feel like the drifter does what my buttons tell him to do. Do you guys like, they kind of have the same yeah vibe, right? I don't think so. I just think that they're the input has to be like deliberate. Um, so it kind of penalizes like someone like me who would like to spam the dash button. Yeah. But I can't do that because they don't really want me to. No, but like it's not just that. See, like I know the the feeling spam dash button, but like. Even when you time it up, right? It just feels, there's just like, it's probably just a microsecond, but it's enough for me to register it that, like, it's not, it's not what I want. Probably not a microsecond. I don't mind adding that. Computers are only, like, so fast. To prevent you from abusing the ultimate dash. Yeah, that's fine. But they should not make ultimate dash one of the the key skill set to get a a module. Yeah, Yeah. and you can only get that That by zipping around the store where you buy the dash upgrades for 800 times. Yeah, right? did anyone do that? No, no, no. I didn't do that. You don't. Yeah, have that's to, insane. Like, no, it's... you get that. But you get a quarter. Oh, you can buy it with the quarters. You can just buy it with quarters. <laughs> the fucking gold coins that add up to you one get, bigger gold coin. You can get that one last module instead of doing eight hundred times. The the ultimate the, the dash. Thing? Yeah, the ultimate thing you can just buy it. Well, yes, but there's if you go on the racetrack and you dash around a hundred times, you get a gold module, and then it's like. Hey, but if you do it 800 times, you get another one of the same value. My yeah. record is like 16 rounds. Nah, yeah, I, I did less like, than 10. Then it's I just, just give up. it's not worth it. There's, there's little models like get... that that are just like, they're tricks. So when you go in there, right, there's a little number. There's a number and then colon a number, right? I can only get the second number to go to two. And then I would do something wrong and it would go back to one. Yeah. And I have no idea for the what I was, track? So the one number is your like your best and the other number is your current. I see. So if two is what stays, then your your record is two laps around without messing up. But what am I messing up? I didn't understand. You got you gotta you gotta go from one one end to one end without stopping. So you gotta dash, dash, dash like one you gotta do the limited dash. You have to keep, have yeah. to keep dashing stopping. in a circle without stopping, without I see. And there's a way to dash more than three times. Yes, that's stuff. the upgrade. That's you the use dash. that for the upgrade. So you have to have the upgrade to do that. Yes. That's fucking stupid. Well, I mean, it's 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 more of a practice area for you having that upgrade. I see. So after you buy it, it's like, hey, go try it out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But they don't say it with words. They show you a picture of that room. They, I don't even think they show you exists. the room. The room <laughs> I think it was nowhere until Danny told me you can do it. See, I explored the whole town, but I found it like really uninteresting and unmotivated. Yeah. But I don't know. Look, the game has its merits. It's really gorgeous. It's got a great soundtrack. I was actually listening to it while I was working today uh, because it's pretty. And then it's the same. I think it's the same guy who did Fez's soundtrack. And has done the Celeste soundtrack, which is the next game we will be playing. And that's exciting. But, do-do-do, Disaster Beast, that's the name of the guy. But yeah, I think it's a pretty game. I think it was fairly fun. I wouldn't recommend, I think it's still like 20 bucks on Steam, right? Yeah. I'll buy it if it's like 5 bucks. Yeah, it's not worth 20 bucks. Yeah. Especially considering... Really? You especially, don't think so? I don't think it's worth 20 bucks. Not anymore. It's been out for two years. I... It's dated, it's not patched anymore. Well, I mean, what are they going to patch to it? Heart Machine's working on another game. I mean, I guess they got to keep making money so they can make another game, but, like, they're not going to get new, like, a, a lot of new players. So, like, I think I think it goes on sale during, like, Steam sales and stuff, but maybe they have it as $20 with, so that they can put a sale price on it. I don't think, I don't know what the launch price was, was, but I think $20 is pretty okay. It's, like, how many hours? Like, 20, 30? No. I think I maybe played for 10 hours. Or, well, yeah, probably. It depends on how stuck you get, like I did. Yeah. But it's... I don't know. It's really beautiful, and it's... It's gorgeous, and I really respect how much work they put into it. And I I understand that making video games is hard, and I don't want to well, shit on it. We're not going to go into that. Yeah. That's not, that's not part of like the value for the player, but... But, like, no, it's, it's a pretty game. It's fairly fun. It was made in Game Maker... Uh, oh. which says a lot about Game Maker, but it also kind of clues you into like, some of the reasons why the game doesn't feel super tight. Because I don't know if you've ever tried to use Game Maker, but like you don't have the kind of control that you want to have as like a programmer. Like You have to use their special script, which is kind of like VB, which if you've ever written VB is fucking terrible. Um, 
So, yeah, I don't know. Hyperlight was cool. I liked it, uh, except for all the reasons I said. Um, spoiler alert, the final boss is that, like, big, like... Nightmare. Dude. Like, nightmare, like, radio white noise guy that follows you around every time you have, like, a spasm of your tuberculosis. <laughs> oh, it's Slenderman. Yeah, well, he's not Slenderman. He's, like, this big, like, fucking hulking... He's cool looking. Uh, and he comes out of this like diseased heart underground in the middle of the town. So like that area that like has the pillars that goes up when you beat a, game, a boss, <coughs> that has an elevator after you get all the pillars and all the modules. And you go down and then you basically, you go down and you don't fight anything until you get to the boss. You just walk for like 10 minutes through this really pretty scenery, but it could have probably been shorter. Um, then you get a bunch of health packs <coughs> and then you go fight the boss. And he was fairly easy. I think he took me three or four tries. How many times? Damn, how many times? I feel bad. But I have to say this. We talked about the last time we talked about Hyperlight. You guys probably all forgot. I played on the easier setting. Oh, yeah. So okay. I, play, I play on the average. Yeah. So I think yeah, they right. give you more um, more leniency like with your hitbox. And I don't really know what they... I asked, I asked like, a friend, like, what do they change? Because it still, it still feels pretty hard on... Did you switch back like, to quote, easy? Unquote, and... easy. And I think they they said that they spawn less enemies in waves, but they still have, like, the same attack. There's definitely less, less, en- less enemies, because I remember uh, in the north mode, in the north level, that's the one I played on normal two years ago, there were a lot more enemies than when I played it on easy. Yeah, but I don't think they changed... They definitely... I don't think they changed the enemy AI, so I don't think that they changed the boss AI either. No, but they probably reduced, like, the the number of projectiles, the number of times he does a certain attack. The number of damage. So, the the final boss, right? He has that, like... He does that attack where he zips in one direction, and you can just faintly see the outline of where he's going to go, right? How many times did he do that each each run? Probably three Three times. It was three times for me, too. Maybe they do less damage. I mean, yeah, I think well, so. I mean, how you only have like five like whole units of damage. You can reduce you it by one. Sometimes, well, I, I lost two two bars if he does a breath attack. The breath attack would kill me every time because I would fall down and then he would just keep breathing on me and I'd die. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. So the final boss had a uh, area of effect attack where the whole uh, like boss arena would go dark, and then these these squares that look exactly like the modules you're trying to collect come out and they, f- they come around you on all four sides and then they start spinning. But uh, as soon as the lights come on, they stop following you and they run away. You can hit them. They have two hits or three hits. Uh, but then it's after they, they, they go to like four corners of the map and they, they cause the whole map to go red and that damages you. So if you don't kill one, the whole map is not a safe place for you to hide. Yeah. So you, you need to be a big to, old, 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 You need to kill at least one and then go to where it would have gone and then yeah. you'd be safe. Um, he has that. He has a move where he just sends out a billion bullets in like three waves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has like dash one and the breath one. Oh, and then one where he sends out like vines and you gotta... It divides the board into like a pie slice map and you gotta be in between the slices and then he slices it again, slices it again. Is there any point of this game, like either this boss battle or any other part, where you had your expectations broken in a good way? Like it subverted my expectations in a way that was like surprising and cool. Yeah, like like something that felt like, whoa, this is fresh. No, I say no. When I first started playing, I was really into the idea of like dashing around and using. So I thought the sword was really tight because I was like comparing it to a Zelda game where it's not super tight. Or it, it feels very much like, oh, I'm an 8-bit guy swinging my sword, you know? Yeah, like, it, it doesn't feel like... Yeah. And you feel momentum. sort of heroic at the start of Hyperlight Drifter, but it, it's flat. It doesn't get better at all. Like, it's, it's pretty good at the beginning, and then it just stays exactly that good the whole way through. Which is not good enough. Which is not good enough. But, I mean, I think it's a pretty game. I am glad that it was fairly... It was pretty successful. It won a bunch of awards. Uh, for like art and stuff. What do you guys think about the en- enemy patterns or enemy type? Do you think that's enough? Everybody, like, I think like, the enemies were well done. Well done. They yeah. have like each each enemy has his own unique traits. Yeah, but I don't think them. that they like like the class of enemy. Right? There's mm-hmm. like the rain. Like I kind of described them a little bit earlier. It was like the like the the grunt guys. 
that maybe take a little more damage but don't have a great attack pattern. Then there's like the medium sized guy where in the north it was the bird wizards, in the west it was the samurai dudes, yeah. in the east it was the frog ninjas. Or the plant. Or the like Well, no, the plant was like the bigger attack guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think I think when they would make So then like there was a, the big ones where in the north it was the the bird mages for lack of a better term because they weren't <laughs> like the wizard guys but they were bigger and they were still magic. And then the east there was the the west there was the crystal dudes which I thought was just fucking like who cares about the crystal dudes? They were easy. Yeah. Um and the east what what was oh, the plant guys? And then the south didn't really have that, that dynamic. It was just a lot of enemies. Yeah. I guess the South had, like, the robot guys were the big enemies. Yeah. So, but it doesn't change. It doesn't change. There isn't, like... Like, in a game like... Let's say Halo 1. We all played Halo 1? No. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Halo 1 is, like, a very clear example... Or Doom? No. I didn't play I Doom as a kid, Doom. but... Uh, it Like, Halo basically just took Doom as, like, a template. Um, you've got these this enemy pattern, right? And the... Like we were talking about in Zelda last week, the enemy have the different classes, right? Like the little grunt guys, um, literally called grunts in Halo, or Boko Goblins in Zelda. Then you have the larger guys, elites, um, or moblins. Then you got the bigger guys, and but they they like a good game should like show you a couple of them, and give you enough variety of like difficulty levels to make it interesting. Should maybe change the map change what you personally have access to to like take on these enemies and then as the game progresses add those classes in to just continue because you get used to like oh this is how i'm going to take on you know this this ratio of, of of enemy classes and then they're like oh but here's this whole new one you've never seen hyperlight doesn't do that it shows you every class of enemy that you're going to see and then just changes the skin and like but what, they have different what is attack patterns. patterns. Yeah, know, they but... go... The, in terms of design, they go like, it's this, but bigger. But, like, they change the attack patterns where yeah. it's like... Not, not in a way that's like... projectiles and... So, like... Alright, so let's take it... Um, the... the In the north, right? You've got the bird, bird wizards, yeah. right? And they shoot their little fucking things at you, right? But they've got a little charge-up mode. In the west, you've got the samurais. They come at you and slash, but it's exactly the same maneuver to dodge it. You just get out of his way as he, as he does his little charge up. The ninjas are the only ones that are slightly different. They just throw their little shurikens. Sure. Yeah. You can, you can say it like that. But it's, I mean, in, in the north you have the bird wizards that shoot the shit and do the floor thing. In the west you have the um, crystal monsters that just shoot crystal spikes at you. In the east, you have uh, the plant guys that literally just like jump at you with their mouth open, but it's the same, like it's the same dodge pattern for you as the drifter. So, like if they had kind of held some of that back, or maybe made more, I think, it, and then spread that out, you know, made the game maybe just a little bit more linear, but made it more interesting by doing so. I think it would have been better. So you're saying like the. The enemies are like they're a little different, but the way you deal with them becomes the same. Yeah, exactly. The way you attack, the way you attack any specific situation, it doesn't rain. There aren't like a huge okay. change in in the way that you're coming into a room throughout the game. You know, like my first thing I do is I size up the enemies in the room, and then I decide how I'm going to go in there, which is an interesting thing to do. That's a fun part of video games, but it doesn't. It's the same. It's the same for the whole eight hours of the game. You know? In a way, it does. Yeah. yeah. And then when you're not fighting, you're just walking very slowly or dashing a lot, trying to find shit. That Bumping is hard into to find. a wall. Bumping into walls in the hopes falling that maybe there's around. a secret That's fucking door. That's why I died. I died so many times falling off the cliff. Yeah. And so I, I get it. It's funny that like you can hyperlight drift into a wall and then he hits his head and falls down. But it's like, I don't understand why a character would kind of do that willingly. He does when you hit when you hyperlight drift into a wall. If, if you start picking up the pace and you're getting into oh, because the you unlimited had the, dash. Oh, uh, yeah, I never got the unlimited dash. So I never tried it. You can ju- if you hit, if you touch anything, you bump into it like a huge You bump into a plant and you fall. Yeah, you hit it like a foot. Like, you just hit it like a brick wall. <laughs> you know, you don't step over. You just that makes over. sense. You just 
Well, I, what I don't understand is that this is like the samurai character. I would imagine he would have control over his body to not. Well, uh, you're supposed to have control over him because you're him. I know, but it's like if they're gonna do stuff like I think they kind of assist where you dash onto a platform, or like they yeah. kind of auto guide you. They should be able to like auto guide you to not be an idiot and just ram yourself into. I, I do feel that like a I lot of the environments are very. <laughs> I think the environments are pretty cluttered throughout the game. You know, but I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to crap on it too much. There's uh, there's a special like I feel like a special environment in each region. Like the west side, they got the crystals, mm-hmm. and in the east side they got the flame. But this is the same thing, kind of the same thing. It's, it's the old. same thing. You just dodge it. Yeah. In the north, you have the sliding blocks. The sliding block is everywhere. Yeah, but that's the only really like thing you have to yeah. look out for in the north. Pretty much. Um. So maybe in that way they were ramping up a little bit. But, I don't know. It was, uh, alright. Tom, final say, would you recommend it? Sure. Why not? Yeah? Yeah. Is there, like, do you have any, like, qualifications to your recommendation? Like, only if X? Uh, definitely not for 20 bucks. If it's on sale, five dollars, play it for a few hours, that's fine. Itself is not that bad, but I would like I would definitely like it to have more enemy variety. Where some certain sort of enemy you cannot attack just by slashing. Maybe you gotta it like, hidden like it hardens this attack. So yeah. if you attack and during that time you got damage or some special kind of like restriction that determine the way that you handle certain monster. That'll be more fun. And also adding to that the story part, it could be way more elaborated or improved like throughout the game we see these giants robot or titans or whatever we never get to know what they are do yeah. they really you never don't get to see them at that i mean the west side is like crystal they, they are giant like I, in the north there are giants that is like you see the bones or whatever and they're yeah, decaying on the like mountains decaying titans in the in the in, in the, the very first scene of the game you yeah. see them yeah and then you see their like bones in the mountains in the north yeah, yeah but yeah. then you never see them again you see their bones a little bit in the... You see, like, a skull as you're walking around in the West. Now, or, I would like to know, know more about do that. Do they really not mean anything? Well, they do. They have, like, they are, there are some hints of them in, in throughout the regions, but it it's not really, enough to make a story out of it. Yeah. Like, in they, the could south, have, they could have very easily not been there, and yeah. it wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah. In the South, though, I thought we finally like, discovered about them, because... And then the South is like a huge factory of those giants, whatever. And you go down there, there's like, there's hearts, there's long, there's eyeballs, like huge giants, tons, body parts, whatever. I thought that's where they came from, but I never get to say for sure because I yeah. can't tell. So, so drawing back to like the final boss, he comes out of a giant heart, right? Yeah, he does. So I guess it's not like, it's not clearly a heart. Yeah, but, but it, it looks it like is an organ of some sort. It, it, it has a very organ vibe to it. Yeah, and the game ends with the drifter stabbing it repeatedly with his sword. So I guess that that maybe is where the relationship is. I like, think that's like like some sort of that's like the heart of the disease. That's like cons- that's like causing all the badness in this world, and that's the drifter overcoming it. I think the the game has. I, there must be like story there. It there just must really be, but it's, it's hard to it. tell. I guess do you, you guys know about those monuments? Yeah, yeah. What are those? You what activate those? them? I don't know. You collect them. <laughs> it's just but, more collectibles. But but after you collect all of them, did you? I did not because it's pretty nice to collect all of them. But I know that there's a place in the north where you, you can view all the monuments, but it's not legible. Like you cannot read it and understand the story. You just Bunch of words. What uh? What are those uh, locked doors? Did anybody unlock any ones? Yeah. I locked one. Those what? you had to collect keys. Yeah, but I didn't see a single key the whole. Well, there are keys, but all over the place. Where in the south, it, the the most key I collected was three keys, and that's required to open one of the door in the east side. But I get the most I get is three keys. But keys What's inside just more enemies. Keys? No, for the third key. The third key I got was I had to get the third key to get uh, a modules. Mm. But keys are cumulative, so if you you can collect maximum up to like sixteen keys, and that opens one of the doors. Yeah, that opens every key opens a certain door, I guess. But these are all like equipments that will make your life easier. Or yeah. Something like that. So if you have three keys, no matter where you got them, that'll open a door that requires three keys. Yeah, yeah. That makes that, sense. That's just, but yeah, story is definitely a 
a big um, a big issue for you. What what a big issue. Yeah. But gameplay wise, it's okay. It's fun for a while, but it gets it gets tiresome. I do I do have like certain like let's say because I, I I've been through the most stages out of you all, but like, there are some stages where it's hard, but it's not like fucking like I'm just I'm just gonna quit. I can I can beat them. It's just gonna take a bit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, it's the same kind of like strategy where you slash. You got strategizing where you attack them, or but there's not a lot of difference. Yeah. What's your final say on Hyperlight? Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, this is not a game where if you want to enjoy a story that you can enjoy it because it's not. It's not. There's it's not, not an easy narrative to follow. There's. Uh, I wouldn't buy it for the gameplay either because the controls are not. They're not fluid. It, it, no. feel, it doesn't feel fluid. Yeah. And I don't know if they do that, did that on purpose, but I just don't like the way it controls. And uh, I'm not a fan of the art style. I know you all call, you say it's pretty, but I, I don't like it. You can have yeah. that. Damn. It's yours. That's fair. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. You also vetoed Shovel Knight, so I think we're starting to understand really? what he feels about artwork in games. Well, no, Shovel Knight looks fine. I just... I, 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 I think I played the demo once on the Xbox 360 and it was uh, was it fun? Uh, I don't know it was like really it looks like Castle Crashers to me and I really like that when I get no it's it's more like it's more akin to like Mega Man-esque platforming Ooh, I like Mega Man too it felt dated to me it's like it's one of those games where you only have two buttons just jump and like attack mm. jump and shovel jump and shovel <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, uh, Danny how do you I, feel about Hyperlight? So. I would recommend it. I I don't think it hooked me, but I that's the thing. It didn't I can hook me, right? I can respect it. <laughs> like I yeah. can see where it would hook people. Uh, I can see where the where the mystery would be frustrating to me, but it might appeal to someone who just wants to be mm. like atmospheric. Like it's very atmospheric, mm. um, and they just want to be absorbed in like not knowing and just playing. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember buying it, so I don't know, <laughs> comment on the price point. Um, but it must have been pretty okay, because it, it didn't make me think. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of wish the story was a little more explicit. I mean, I am a, I'm a really story-based or story-heavy player. Mm. Um, whereas, like, I don't know, people who are, like, into Dark Souls or whatever, they they don't mind if the story isn't spoon fed to them and they have to work. I didn't it. play much like I played like 20, 30 minutes of Demon Souls. Even that had more story than this. I think yeah. I mean, but really, maybe that's just because like, like the, the game is more of... like the, the atmosphere of Demon Souls is more like uh, enveloping, immersive, immersive, or maybe. the gameplay. Because I played Miles Hunter and and that Miles Hunter in the previous. Games, there's no no real story. It's like you be certain quests, you move on, you fight better. Harder I heard that monster story, monster hunter has a lot of story, but you gotta go looking for it. There's no story. You just fight bosses, and that's it. Hmm. Maybe there's a lot of lore, right? There's lore. There's lore, but there's it's just lore. like completely separated from the gameplay, right? Yeah, You're just yeah. reading. Yeah, yeah, it's reading. But what interesting is that the gameplay is where it keep pushing you. So like you you start off like really low level like. Raptors and shit, right? And you, you <laughs> and the next level, yeah. you fight, you fight like fucking a, raptors, a bigger and shit. raptor, uh, T-Rex, not, but not T Rex, a bigger, bigger raptor. <laughs> the big, not a T Rex, not a raptor. It's like, called Great Jaggy. <laughs> Something like progression to it. Progression, and then there's bird rhyming, and then you find right rhymes, and there's elder dragons, like just monster that, can destroy a or just a town. bunch of different sized raptors, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, blue raptor, red raptor. <laughs> And the yellow raptor, they each have their personality. I think, I think progression was very strange in this game because you could address it from any angle. So, like, the only real progression was the upgrades. Yeah. It was the only thing that really affected your gameplay. So, it didn't really feel too rewarding when mm. I did something until I got the upgrade that I, like, I turned yeah. in my credits for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's, that's kind of a... Wait, I what game are we talking about? I love Hyperlight Drifter. Okay, yeah. So I would say that it's like a weird... <coughs> it's a weird uh, formula. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I agree with all of you, except Anthony a little bit, because I like the art. 
And I do have problems with the gameplay in that it's not tight, but not as much as I think Anthony did. Like, there are just sometimes, and I honestly chalked up a lot of it to the fact that I played on a MacBook. Um, well, I'm, I'm playing on the PC. Yeah, the, the, the only PC guy here? I think we all played it on the PC. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's only on, it's only on um, PC and Mac. Oh, yeah. It might be on PS4, right? No. Maybe you're hating PC. I don't think so. <laughs> I can look. I play too much. I, think I, I, know, I played it on the 360 controller. Uh, oh. Yeah, I played it with the 360 controller as well, and it was very confusing because I kept going back and forth between playing on my Switch, like playing a different game on my Switch, and yeah. playing with a 360 controller. And the buttons are swapped. Like the, the default action button on a Switch is A, which is where B is on an Xbox 360, and I would fuck up constantly. Yeah, there, there's always that. Um... And then that I I ironically I strangely enough get that the worst when I go from PS4 to anything else. Yeah, uh, I don't know the the game was good. I recommend it for someone who doesn't mind spending twenty dollars just to try it out. Uh, but the fact of the matter is the game didn't hook me. I beat it because we we were doing this as a game club, and I I would have stopped again for the second time, uh, if not for that. So. Yeah, that's. But it's a pretty game. It's interesting enough to pick it up if the price is right, and that varies person to person. For some people, twenty bucks is fine. For other people, five bucks. So I would pick it up again for ten. Yeah, or zero if you're a certain someone in the room. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So next week. Hey, don't. I did buy it. I didn't. I, it I bought it, it too. I bought it at it lunch. It makes it sound like. <laughs> I know, but it makes it well, sound like. Well, I'm not like trying I to give away the. Per- All right. Danny paid for the game. I Danny Swan is not a terrible person. <laughs> and neither is Anthony, and neither am I. Okay. <laughs> uh, next week, we're going to play uh, Celeste, which I'm extraordinarily <coughs> excited for. I've already started playing it. I know, Tom, you have too. Oh, we got to say when we start. Like... Just start. Just start. Okay. As soon as you know what started... the game is, you can start. I'm four I, chapters in. Yeah, I, I've chapters. been playing a part-time UFO for iOS by Hell. That sounds terrible. Stop that. Start <laughs> playing Celeste. No, no, no. I, how the makers of Kirby and Smash Brothers made this uh, mobile game, and I've been playing that until you guys were going to say, "All right, we're starting." This. Oh, look! I thought I told you like four days ago you could start playing the game. <laughs> well, I I wanted to make sure that we were gonna be on the same page, and when we were gonna stop. All right, that. play through to chapter four. Tom, you have to stop. You don't have to stop. <laughs> Nobody stop. You know what? You have no. to stop. Look, what am I going to do tonight? I don't. Play you, you're going to play, play, play part-time <laughs> UFO. I would recommend that. Tom, you're going to play You're gonna play Celeste. It's okay. You keep playing. Danny, play the, play I the usually, like, for me personally, like I like to start something and I finish it. Yeah, exactly. Listen, if I start a show, I finish it. I don't I don't want to try to jump another show and then come back. Exactly. And then come back. Exactly. You know? So I don't want to play a game. Should... Let me finish the game and I move on to another game. I think we should abandon the model where we do like segments of it per week. I say we pick games that are short enough we can do it in a week. And Celeste, I've heard, is a fairly short game. I think there's only two more chapters. Yeah, so just play. Only six? Probably. Yeah. It's it's really fucking hard, okay? It is hard as fuck. Well, no. I would say so. Not if you try to get the strawberry all the time. I would say it's okay. like a trial and error Absolutely. type of game. What? I would say it's like a trial and error kind it's of definitely, game. It's definitely like Super but, Boy in that like, oh, you fucked up, try again. Oh, you fucked up, try again. Oh, But, fuck, but yeah. now you know a little bit more, so you're doing yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. There's one thing I like about it is that your skill progressed throughout the gameplay. So mm-hmm. now that, before I, when I just started, I had trouble dashing. Yeah. Now I, I dash know. like pro. And I will say, Somewhat pro. for those of us playing on the Switch, so not Tom, um... There is a bug, a known bug, where uh, if you're playing with the D-pad, sometimes you push on the right D-pad, it will press the up at the same time, and really? you'll wind up going diagonally. Is that a hardware issue, or is that software? I have no idea. I just heard about All right. it. That's, that's too much tangent. Yeah, anyway, so Celeste is our next game. We're going to play it, and we're going to have fun. It's going to be hard. It's going to be great. When is the next one? We're going to talk about this next week. Same but, time. you know, when you, whenever you're not at volleyball, Tom. Next week, I'm volleyball on Wednesday. Okay. Right. What, okay, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Why Those are the it? days you can't you can't hang out with us. What? Oh, this could, I could ask this Just later. Monday, Why does it change? Like, does no. It depends on the, the league schedule. But, but okay. Because it was in the snow today, right? No, not snow no. today. All right, let's wrap it up. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's it. I'll just, I'll just edit all this shit out. Right. How do we want to do like an outro or anything? Like, do you want to no. credit the music or? Uh, 
I can always just come back and be like, do, 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 do. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 games where we play the hardest games, uh, AF, <laughs> and uh, here's your host. <laughs> Owen, okay, that one was bad because you missed the cap of it. <laughs> you the forgot and never finished them. Oh, but we did finish them. I finished it. No, no. So but we didn't. half of us finished it. That's, so we were half done with the game. <laughs> okay. Alright, Anthony, you did pretty good last week, and you can't click your ring on it because Oh, I forgot last time. Yeah, oh. you're in the recording. Alright, alright. Um, welcome to Hard AF Games, where we play games that are hard AF and never finish them. That was good. I like that one. It does a lot. Yeah. No, it's true. Right, because tough. I never finished it, he never finished it. Well, we finished it. Well, oh, you finished it ahead of schedule, so it's like you never finished it. Yeah, Tom doesn't have anything better to do except play games, which is good. It's really good for the, it's good for the podcast. Alright, Tom, yeah. your turn. No.